Hello, thanks for tuning in to episode 8 of the Wilkesbury Connect podcast, a series that brings you local entrepreneurs, young professionals, and students that are leaving their mark on Northeastern Pennsylvania. We are your hosts, Mariah Curtis and Nick Nsinga. Our guests for episode 8 are Nicole Farber, the CEO of NX2 Marketing, and Robin Snyder, the Senior Paid Search Specialist at NX2 Marketing. The Wilkesbury Connect podcast is brought to you by Pepper Jam. Headquartered in downtown Wilkesbury, Pepper Jam is a performance marketing solutions provider redefining its category through innovative technology and service expertise. For more information, check them out at pepperjam.com. So, Nicole, can you explain to us and our listeners what is NX2 Marketing? Well, hello, everybody. <laughs> So, um, NX2 Marketing is exactly what it sounds like. It's a marketing company, um, and we specialize in digital marketing. So, we do everything from web design and development to PPC, content marketing, videos, um, photography, social media, email stuff, print, traditional. We do all kinds of great things, and um, that's pretty much what it is. Where'd you come up with the name for Annex 2? Annex 2. I get asked this quite a bit. So if you look at the logo, did you ever notice how the E is spinning and it's animated? And if you look at the whole thing and you read it out in the dictionary, you would see that the E was silent. So it's really pronounced Annex 2, but it's my son is Nick and I'm Nick. So it was always, we've always been called Nick times two when anything was signed or anything like that. So it was, it's oh, that's all clever. about my son. And, oh, I love that. Yes. So And we're called the Nicks. And now Nick. Now, remember I said there's three Nicks? Yep. <laughs> yeah. The third Nick. The, there you are. Yes, the third Nick. <laughs> so it's all about my boy. <laughs> that's amazing, yeah. though. Wow, that's so cool. So Annex 2 is only six years old. Um, what were you... Um, Sorry. Annex 2 is only six years old. What were your career ventures prior to starting Annex 2? And how has those experiences um, led you to starting your own business? For many, many years, I think 12 or 13 years, I did it. Um, And I loved it. I truly loved it. And the job that I had left was I was the director of the Cancer Wellness Center for many years. And I absolutely loved it. But the whole time, I also knew that it was time that a season was coming that I could feel it, that I had to move on to something different. Not necessarily was I looking for it to do it, but sometimes things just happen, and I got that feeling. And so during the time that I was there, um, I went back to school um, at nighttime and got an IT degree. And I did that all the while because years prior to that, I had, like when I was young, I was dabbling into um, building, self-teaching myself to build websites. And I love design and everything. So I self-taught myself that whole time that I was um, nursing. And then when I did that, I knew that it was time to get out of the field because it was like a lot of burden bearing like with sick people and I care so much about them and everything. So I was always like, oh, websites don't get sick. I'm going to transfer over to this. And I had always been a nonprofit, the nonprofit healthcare side of it. So I knew that I was ready and willing and I had to, you know, take care of my son and me. And so I knew I had to go in a different direction. So I did a lot of things. So um, 
just like you, Nick, when you come in and you're saying that you're doing all these things and right, you say you're doing all these things at school and two jobs at a time and I can completely relate to all of that because that's what I did. And I would do a lot of the marketing stuff and website building graphic designs as a second income coming in all the time. And I just truly got a passion for it. And I loved it. And being a nonprofit, you have to raise money a lot of times, especially when you're the director and stuff. Right. Like you have to make sure money is coming in at all times. And I needed all the capabilities that I had with marketing and PR and everything in order to, you know, put the word out and get people to do it. So I knew I already had a gift in that area. So I just rolled it over into this. And then I knew, and you kind of go with that feeling, and then you have to jump. Yeah, definitely stuck. <laughs> I mean, you're six years into it, yeah. and you're still running, so you're doing I something know. right. Yeah, I know. Seriously. Oh, yeah, I'm running even faster now. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Exciting things are yeah. constantly coming your way. Yes, they are, definitely. So last November, you were highlighted at the Spotlight event here at the Think Center. Um, The one thing that you mentioned for aspiring entrepreneurs was to find a mentor to guide them on their journey. Who has been your mentor that helped you guide, well, has helped guide you to the success that you had today? Um, That's like a, (laughs) I could answer a million. (laughs) Um, I would say First and foremost, the secret of my success to the entire time, 24-7, was my son. Because you can't have a child like that and... (sighs) All right, stop. Wait, I got to roll that back a little bit. It's hard to do what I'm doing, being an entrepreneur and starting a company and doing what I do, if you don't have support. And he was my support because it was just him and me and my grandmother at the time because my parents were in Florida. So if he wasn't the way he was, he's so brilliant and smart and capable and talented in all of his areas that I didn't really have to do a lot of things that maybe other parents might have to do. And it allowed me to focus on the company and still have, he was always there for me you know, like understanding everything. Like, I mean, I was always kind of sitting in it when I had deadlines and everything, like, and I had to get ads out or things that had to go on TV or, you know, different things. Like I would be at his baseball games, literally in the car. And he knew that I was in the car with my laptop doing Mm -hmm. everything, just hot spotting it. Like I had to do, I did a lot of sacrifices. He did a lot of sacrifices. I have to say that I really never missed anything though. But because of the capabilities that I had with being able to work from anywhere Mm -hmm. with my laptop. So that's number one. I know these are really long answers. (laughs) That's all right. Oh my goodness, I'm sorry. (laughs) So, and then the other ones I would have to say next is my team. Because you can't have success without your team members. I could never have done this on my own. If Wendy wasn't with me and then Mike coming on and Logan and then the rest of my crew, like everybody, we truly are a dynamic group. So I really do a lot of the success to all of us together. Mm-hmm. It's not just me and it's not just, you know, like it's all of us as a team and the company and whole and our culture that we have. And and then if a mentor, okay, I have two more then. <laughs> my father Because my father has taught me since I was little his work ethic. And I wouldn't have it unless it was for my father and watching him grow up. I remember being a little girl and going out on job sites with him at nighttime, with him second jobs, like a lot of different things. Like, And I watched him work and what he did to provide for his family. 
you know, on all of us. And he didn't, he got up every day and he was out the door at 6 a.m. And he wouldn't get home and, you know, stay in the bed until midnight. So I watched him do that for all of us. And I knew the importance of it and just the overall integrity to have that and that type of character. Um, so he's the other one. And then I'd say one in business, her name would be, her name is Jamie Moss. And she is the owner of um, News Pros. And she has been a significant mentor to me. And she's out of New York and Jersey. Well, she's all over the globe pretty much. But we partner with our, her company. And we do a lot of big law and a lot of law firms. And anything that I need or to go, she always is right there to mentor me. If I'm going after a bigger law firm or something or it's a new practice area, whatever it may be, she's right there to tell me what to do, how to do it. Um, day or night, one o'clock in the morning, she'd call, we've worked on so many projects together, big projects, like huge projects for New York Times, Wall Street Journal and everything. And just the way that she went through everything or even took on challenges and the way she did, I used to be a lot different or more nervous and uptight. Mm -hmm. Now I'm so laid back, it's incredible, mm -hmm. you know, because like there's things gonna, gonna happen all the time. But she has helped me to see, to choose the important things and the other things you just gotta let go, like don't sweat the small stuff. Absolutely. And it has dramatically helped me in everything that I do. You know, if it's not, if I'm not going to think about it, you know, in six months from now or a year, if it's not going to change the dynamics of everything, why stress? Put my energy into something that's more positive, something that I could do something about. So, Absolutely. all right, that was the long winded, <laughs> but all of these are. So this is what you got with me. Hey, that's why <laughs> I wind is, you on the podcast. You're a storyteller. I am a storyteller. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear a story about this, <laughs> this one over here? <laughs> What story? I don't know. I'll tell you a couple stories. I'll tell you stories about any of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, with the continuous growth of NX2, how do you see them as a contributor, uh, contributor to the economic development here in northeastern Pennsylvania? Um, oh, well, we started out with one, a company of one, and now we're at 18. So... That's a big contribution, <laughs> helping to provide jobs for people, healthcare, um, a means of their family. Obviously, when you affect one person, it affects their entire family. And besides all, and obviously, we do a lot of charitable work around, you know, that maybe a lot of people don't know about or anything. Um, and we give back on that avenue. So um, I would say also, the culture that I'm creating in my company is needed here in, in a very big, strong way. Um, and I feel that there's a big difference in it because one thing that I felt that I could do is if I had a specific culture and people were leaving work a lot happier going home to families than their families, it, it relates and it rolls over into that life. You know, when people are unhappy or they don't like what they're doing or they're stressed out or anything. I mean, you're going to have your normal amounts of stress. Of right. Course. Absolutely. We got to be, even yeah, though I'm way real. out here all the time, <laughs> I need to be in reality sometimes too. But it really does relate to that. So if everybody loves what they do and they're coming into work and they're excited about it or they're leaving, 
and they're, you know, excited and they're not worrying about coming in the next day, then they're going to go home and then their lives there are just dramatically different, you know? And I just think that if we all started where we can, wherever we're at and make a change, it could keep changing one to the next to the next. And it's like a domino effect. So if you take out all the people who, you know, is at NX2 right now and then all their families and all their families, family, you know, and all the, it just, right, it's, it just spreads. Everywhere. It spreads. And that's our way of, that's my big, big way of paying it forward of just what I can do on my own myself is the culture that I could create right here in NEPA. Absolutely. So um, what can other entrepreneurs take away from you and your team's success? Um, I mean, truly, you just said it with team success. It's teamwork. No matter what, entrepreneurs need to start vetting out their team members. They have to. And they have to get the best team members on because that's where it's key. Because I can get a lot farther when you got, well, anybody can get a lot farther when they have a bunch of people going at it together than I would on my own. Like I would never be where I'm at right now if it wasn't for the team members. So that's one thing that I think they always got to be looking for. And to be honest, years ago, I don't know why or how every time I would go anywhere, even if it was a grocery store, a gas station, a bank, you know, any type of interaction that I had at a specific workplace, I was always looking for different people and what type of like, you know, attitude that I liked or who would be good for my, like, I've always done that. And I think that they need to be, even though they're all, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in a million different things, but if they don't have the right team to help delegate their responsibilities and do things for, um, they're going to struggle, truly struggle. You always need good people to be surrounding you. And I would try and get the most talented <laughs> and the most brilliant and, you know, like all like better people than yourselves. Try and surround them with you. So. Well, Nicole, thanks again for making time to stop by the Think Center and uh, chat with us. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you Thank so you. much for having me. <laughs> <laughs> So Robin, could you tell us a little bit about what you do at NX2 Marketing? Sure. I'm a paid search specialist, which means I put ads on search engines such as Google. So if you're typing something into the search box, such as, oh, I don't know, Denver Broncos 2019 tickets, maybe, there's various results that appear. And the ads I work with are the ones that have the little word ad by them. They usually appear at the top or the bottom of the page. Then there are other types of ads I work with. Let's say I'm on NFL.com and I'm looking at, I don't know, um, the latest news on the Denver Broncos. I may see ads there that are image ads and those are denoted with a little blue triangle. Those are also PPC ads. So I basically do the science that's behind those ads. I like to call it PPCSI because I'm like a forensic <laughs> yeah, scientist you do sound. for marketing. Like, I need to ask you, so why are you a Denver Broncos fan? It happened when I was little. I believe I can credit my best friend, Melissa Langan, with that. She liked the team and I always liked football and just decided, hey, 
I like them, and we have been um, fans ever since. That oh, was so cool. Grade school. Okay. Have you ever been to a game? Yes, I actually saw them lose in the Super Bowl, and I'm not over Damn, it yet. You went to a Super Bowl though. I did. I did. Oh my god! How much were the tickets? A million dollars. <laughs> I was oh like, wait god. a minute. A million dollars. <laughs> I'm still paying for them. It was um, when Damn. Peyton Manning okay. did not win, okay. and it was held in New Jersey, and if I had to do it all over again, I would change nothing because- I was going to say, that's I did history. go. Yes, and I did go with that best friend, and it was like the Oscars for us. Oh, my that's God. That's so cool. Oh, my God. I'm so jealous. That's maybe the insane. next time the Eagles are in it, maybe next year I'll go. Um, I don't know if that's ever going to happen, so <laughs> I probably lost that chance a all couple right, years ago. All right. <laughs> so, Robin, how would you describe the company culture at NX2? It's a creative, cool, collaborative place. There are brilliant minds working together as a family, really to help one another, the clients, the company. It's really a tight-knit group there. Yes. So um, <clears throat> the CEO, Nicole Farber, constantly says, if you are comfortable, you're not growing. And real results will only begin at the end of your comfort zone. How does that, <clears throat> sorry, how does that attitude reflect the company culture at NX2? Oh, that is, that's Nicole. She leads by example. We are never satisfied with our work. We're constantly challenging and inspiring one another. Again, as a family, we all want to do better. We want to see each other do better. And when we do better individually, our team does better, our clients do better, and the company does better. So everyone wins in that situation. Right. Absolutely. Happy clients, happy employees. Happy Definitely. <laughs> Just um. like happy wife. Happy wife. <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. How does the culture at Annex 2 differ from any other work environment you've had in the past? Well, I've been fortunate to have a varied career um, where I've had lots of different kinds of experiences within the fields, not only of digital marketing, but everything from customer service to retail to financial services, um, you name it. And I've definitely learned valuable knowledge and lessons all along the way um, in every workplace and every role. I've made friendships and connections all along the way. But with NX2, it is an environment truly that some people never experience in a lifetime. And it is something where I have the best of all the worlds. I love what I do. I work in two, now two, beautifully designed <laughs> offices. And I'm part of a team that includes not just exceptional employees, but incredible human beings. And there are snacks, and I love snacks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Would that be your favorite part of Annex 2? Is the snacks. The snacks? Oh, no. <laughs> Just one of the many, many, many favorite things. Um, <clears throat> so you studied marketing and you minored in writing. Is that correct at King's? Yes. Okay, so did you see yourself like coming out of college, working in PPC and like e-commerce? Did you always see your career going in that? I will In take that, that as a compliment because I'm not that young. The internet <laughs> was brand new and internet marketing was in the infantile stages if it if it was even there. So I learned through my degree traditional marketing and learned digital marketing many, many years later on the job from the ground up. So no, I didn't I did not see myself doing uh, 
pay-per-click or any kind of digital marketing? So um, going back on the company culture, so based on your work experiences, how important is the work culture in relation to employee satisfaction and productivity? 100% important. You are in a relationship with your employer. And like any relationship, it can be productive or toxic. It can be supportive or abusive. It can be transparent or not so much. A healthy work culture per produces happy employees. And when you have happy employees, you have great work. When you have great work, you have loyal clients. And loyal clients are the lifeblood to keep your own business running and growing. So NX2 definitely has that, and the results really speak for themselves. So what um, what makes NX2 culture, though, stand out? Is there any like perks or fun activities you guys do as a team in the office? Like any place, there are good days and bad days, but every day is an adventure and it's fun. And we do what some might think are silly little things. We do a team walk. We might just do a lap around the building, but we do our team walk. Um, I try to make it as embarrassing as possible for my fellow coworkers <laughs> because people driving by can see us and um, people in the apartment complex where we work in Dallas at the Dallas office can see us. So I try to make as many arm movements and um, ridiculous poses as possible. Good deal. Good deal. Um, what is one thing you would like us to know about you that we didn't already know? So when I was around three years old, I was playing outside. There was some kind of cookout or something going on. I think it was 4th of July. And it was at my house, and there were family and friends over, and I didn't have my shoes on. And my parents live on a main road and on the corner of a main road and an alley. They still live there. And we would play in the alley. It was not a hot, lot of traffic, and it was really safe for kids to just kind of hang out when kids played outside a lot. And my mother told me to put my shoes on before I left the yard the fenced-in yard to go outside into the alley and, and play with my neighbor. And I told her no. And I went out and we were playing and there's a little grassy hill that I walked up and stepped on a broken beer bottle. Oh, no. And oh. I severely injured my foot and had over 40 stitches and almost lost my big toe. So oh God, that went really wrong. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it sure did. And a lot of people that know me well know that, but a lot of people don't know that um, after I got the stitches out, my little mind somehow conjured up this thought that the next time I would take a bath, that the water would, if I if I did take a bath, the water would start squirting out the holes oh my God. after what? the stitches were removed. Oh my so the first time this my mother like... tried to give me a bath, I, I physically out? was flailing and she said, what is wrong? And I said, the holes, the water, the holes, the water's going to come out of the holes. Please, no. <laughs> she said, that's not going to happen. They're not the holes are closed. Oh so. my God. The, the minds yeah. of kids. Yes. <laughs> Seriously. Yes. I mean, I, I guess I was creative from the I was just going to say that's yes. why you're creative yes. now. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh 
my gosh. So um, in closing, what was the biggest lesson that you have learned professionally or personally that you could pass along to our listeners? Not just, you know, wearing shoes the way. (laughs) Yes, always put your shoes on when you're going out to play. Um, I can remember like yesterday sitting in my King's College business ethics class with Dr. Schoen and um, going through these scenarios and case studies and role-playing kind of um, situations to see what would you do if. And sometimes the answer is glaringly clear and other times it's a little more difficult. But I can tell you that what I have learned is in real life, whether it's in your career or in your relationship with a significant other or in any type of relationship-based situation, um, anything is possible and It's never what you think it's going to be. And it's never as easy as you would think it would be. So when you're faced with adversity or tough decisions, take the right road, not the easy road. Um, Integrity can be a thankless virtue, but it never lies. Well, thank you so much. To live by. Seriously, that was. Thank you. That was awesome. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast. My pleasure. As always, it's fun talking with you, Robin. Thank you. If you haven't checked out Rockin' the River concert series at the River Common Park here in Wilkes-Barre yet, you still have an opportunity to enjoy entertainment. July 26th will be the last concert of the summer. The headliner for that evening will be a Dave Matthews cover band. Music starts at 6 and food trucks will be open at 5. The Wilkes-Barre Connect podcast is brought to you by Pepper Jam. Headquartered in downtown Wilkes-Barre, Pepper Jam is a performance marketing solutions provider, redefining its category through innovative technology, and service expertise. For more information, check them out at pepperjam.com. Well, that does it for episode eight of the Wilkes-Barre Connect podcast. We want to thank Nicole Farber and Robin Snyder for joining us today. We'd also like to thank our sponsor, Pepper Jam, for allowing us to share with you this podcast. Make sure you tune in next time for episode nine. We're your hosts, Mariah Curtis. And Nick and Singa. And, and thanks, thanks for, for listening, listening to the Wilkes-Barre Connect, Connect podcast.